I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, here's what I'd like to know. When did you turn into such a prima donna? We were about to record the show, and you said, Zach, I can't go on without my medicine. And you made me go down to my garage and get some WD-40 for you to huff. Yeah, well, I mean, I need to prepare. It's, it's part of my process. Okay. I also uh, did voice exercises while you were away. Ooh, like what? Well, I, I mostly put my balls on your Legos. Oh, that's how you exercise your voice? It is. Can you tell me which sets? Mm, no. See, when, I, when, I, when I'm out. taking apart Lego sets and uh, the pieces are stuck together, I often use my teeth. Um, and I'd like to know which ones you touched with your balls. So that, so that I, you can use your teeth on yeah, those. Yeah, so that I can use my teeth on those yes. instead of using that brick remover tool. That well, you know, um, I actually put paint on them so that you could tell. Because oh, I, you I, used, I used your stamp pad so that I could uh, mark mm -hmm. them. That, I think that's ink and not paint. You should know. Whatever. As a professional artist, you should know the difference between ink and paint. I can't be held by constraints of words. You're not going to let the man tell you no. what paint is. No. Uh, so how, how are you? I do whatever I want. How are you <clears throat> feeling? Is the WD-40 kicking in yet? It is. It is. Yeah, it's ready good. To, ready to take on the world? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's podcast. Sure you don't want some more WD-40 first? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, good to go. So what, what what number is this? It's eight. Where are we at? We're in a We're number eight. At the Ocho. Yeah. Octo. Yeah, that's, that's Octo they, podcast. That's what they call this episode, the Ocho. Um, uh, Roy, Roy uh, is concerned that I often lose track of what the fuck we're doing with these things, and so he's helpfully printed out an itinerary. Uh, so what's up now is, how was your week? How was your week? Oh, you're asking me. Yeah, I'm all confused. You you are such a family man. You're mm -hmm. having to leave on all these weekends. We're not recording on the normal yeah, days. Yeah. Our schedule uh, is all... We're a little bit early because I've, I've been preparing for Easter. I've been cleansing my body, and I boiled a bunch of hard... hard well, they were eggs to begin with. Now they're hard-boiled. And uh, I've been hiding those around the office and um, not telling anyone. Oh, okay. So you want us to just like step on them accidentally and not really notice it and then... Yeah, I, I then really like putting later. them between books on Ooh. top of desks. Mm. Except that those weren't hard-boiled. Those are just uh, regular uncooked eggs. My friend Damien uh, tried to popularize on the internet uh, a while back uh, a thing called the Shatner, uh, which is where you, uh, you go to somebody's house that you don't like and you take two dumps... Mm -hmm. uh, one like on their coffee table, one that they will see, you know, one in some obvious place, but then you take a secret shit somewhere that they'll never find it. Like, you know, behind a book on the bookshelf. So they'll clean up the first one. Mm -hmm. And then as the weeks go by and they'll they can keep still, smelling, they it. can still smell it. They'll just think, Oh, I didn't do a good enough job of cleaning up that first, that first shit. Mm -hmm. I see. That's the Shatner. And why, why is it called the Shatner? I don't know. Don't you have to be named Khan there in order a, for it to work? a phrase. It takes two shits to make a Shatner. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what he was thinking. Huh. Is that like an old proverb? Mm. Like Yeah, like a bird Vul in the... Vulcan proverb? A bird in the something? hand is worth barely legal bush. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds like a Star Trek proverb. Yeah. Tarmak and Darmak and Jalad at Tanagra. Uh, you know, I, I remember watching that episode and uh, thinking it was kind of clever, but, and it is, but it's so exhausting. And I watched it again over the past couple of, couple of years. It took me two years to watch it again. And that's what maybe what was really exhausting about it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Was watching the entire series of Star Trek The Next Generation? Yeah, it was awesome. 
So that eight seasons. So watching the entire series is what was exhausting about that one. No, episode. no, that that one episode is kind of exhausting to mm-hmm. watch, uh, but it is very well well done. I like the ones where uh, Patrick Stewart has a fancy suit. Doesn't he always? He always has a fancy. Well, like suit. when he goes, and he's on always vacation. pulling down his little. Oh, no, I'm saying when, like, you mean when he's yeah, going on, on archaeological the episodes, digs on the episodes and stuff. when he's uh, relaxing on some pleasure planet and yeah. he's just wearing like a like pasties and a. I don't know. Like he a, has like a, some kind of iridescent banana hammock. Yeah. Yeah. Some running shorts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He goes to 70s world. He does that. The great manscaping. Everybody on wears on the short shorts. Do you think he has to manscape or do you think he's, do you think uh, Patrick Stewart is pubically bald as well as being bald on the head? No. Um, I think he's just bald on the top o- over the shaft over the Schaffner of his penis. Okay. And uh, he has plenty of bush on the side. So there's like a line of, trimmed. There, there's a line of bushy hair going down each side of yes. the shaft of his mm-hmm. penis. Yeah. That's he's, great. He's made it really sexy. It looks like a monk. Mm-hmm. Well, a yes. monk with a giant dick for a head. Sure. I can only assume Patrick Stewart's dick is enormous. Yeah, I, I would assume I mean, is. I'm not saying that from personal experience or anything. No. I, I You know, I've always been a Kirkman. A Kirkman? I've always been a Kirk Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how my week has been because I don't remember how long it's been since we recorded the last show is what I'm saying. It's actually been about a week. Oh, has it? Yeah, it actually has been a week. Um, so how's your, your weekend of last? I don't remember anything about it. Really? I'm, I'm going nuts lately. I'm, I'm spreading myself thin. Oh, I'm having a hard time. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there, do you want to share? No. Okay. I don't remember anything. How can oh, I share, how can no, I share anecdotes that I don't remember? Right. I, I, I think I ate at a restaurant, mm-hmm. um, probably the kind of restaurant that I always eat at. Mm-hmm. I, uh, ooh, uh, uh, tomorrow we're going on a, uh, I was going to say a naked pub crawl, but what I meant was a bicycle pub crawl. I hope nobody's naked. Uh, uh, we're going to ride bikes from bar to bar and probably go to jail. Why? I don't know. Oh, because you're going to get into a there fight a at sign. the last bar. There was a sign that's, oh, why are we going to jail? Not why are we going yeah. on the bike pub crawl? I don't know. We saw, we saw a sign and we always do what signs tell us to do. We're like, the go to jail is the last in the 60s. sign. Yeah. Go directly to jail. Okay. I do not have another drink. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, but that's tomorrow. So I don't know. I don't know what was fun. Okay. About well, this last well week. tell us about it next week. I will. All right. Wait, we don't have another show before tomorrow, do we? I don't know. You're such a you 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 are doing all this family stuff. You're you're being a good citizen. Well, that's what what comes of having a family. Yeah, right. I guess. You know, I have a family. I mean, a family that loves me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, you always got to bring up the painful shit, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I try to keep it real. Why do you cut? All right, me? let's Why go. Why do you cut let's me go. so deep? Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Where? How was your week? It was good. I told you. I uh, what what did I tell you? Hey. Uh, I got my wife to watch Conan the Barbarian. Ooh. Did yeah. you watch the commentary track? No, I didn't want to watch the, that the first time with her. Well, sure. Uh, she was kind of impressed. Mm. <clears throat> well, why not, wouldn't you be? not only by, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's hot bod, but his dialogue. Yeah, he had been juicing his pecs quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, it been. was plain to he see. He was huge. Um, you know, what's really interesting about it is seeing it now after so much time has passed is it's fairly long and slow mm-hmm. and it has really amazing music and used in a very unusual way there there's a lot of um like there's a battle scene where there's sort of like marching music and it doesn't quite fit with the scene but it also is perfect for mm-hmm. it 
Yeah, I know there's that part where uh, James Earl Jones turns into a snake. That's the scene. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and it's very sort of festive marching music, I guess, mo- unless you're, it's a funeral march. Yeah, it's like what you might play on a sack butt. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and what's the other thing? There's a snake that um, Conan destroys. No, wait, that's in the second movie. There's a snake that he cuts off its head of, and uh, it looks really real. It does not look like a prop snake. It's kind of amazing. Maybe they, I mean, they might have just gotten a gigantic snake. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought maybe it was the last of its kind, but it was the '80s, so they could do things like that. Yeah, they, they, they didn't have those, uh, those disclaimers at the end saying, no, yeah. no, no animals were, no hurt. animals were rendered extinct in the filming of this movie. The last basilisk ever known was killed during the filming of this movie. I mean, they killed the last starfighter to make the last starfighter. Yes, they did. Um. And what's weird is that in order to produce Wait, the film no, that no, no, Fern no, Gully I, was printed I, on, I, they had to destroy billions of acres of rainforest. Billions? Yeah. No, I, I, I think that you're wrong with The Last Starfighter. Um, I would have to say that what they did is they killed all of the other starfighters so that there's just one left. Oh, so right? that there would be some verisimilitude. Yes. That word. Yeah. Yes. There were two of them, though. Two I mean, I guess one was just like the, what did that guy do? He was the navigator, that lizard guy. He said, ha ha ha. That's what he, he did a lot of that. I don't know. He was like Dak to his Skywalker. Dak? Dak was the guy in uh, Luke Speeder who gets killed. Oh, right. He's like, how are you feeling today, Dak? He's like, I could take on the Empire by myself, but then he gets killed. Oh, yeah. He doesn't take it on. I mean, he does. and he. Well, maybe what fails. he meant was he needed to die so that he could take on the force ghosts of all of the evil empire people from the past by himself. Oh, Because okay. that seems like the kind of thing that you could do in Jedi heaven. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, if you haven't paid your debts, Aragorn will make you fight your battles for him. Ah, that sucks. Yeah. I feel bad for those guys. For what guys? Those ghost skeleton guys. Yeah. Damn. But then they finally rested, right? I don't know. They yeah, don't they show that to. part. Yeah, he lets them go. Wasn't that the sort of weird, like, the subtext in the actual novels is that, oh, yeah, this army is just a bunch of black dudes. Like, the only black people in The Lord of the Rings are, like, one of the armies of bad guys that are involved in that battle in the second book. Yeah. I don't remember. The only people who are ever described as being dark-skinned are, like, these evil dudes that I think that's where they have the Ollie fans. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, right, because they're coming from Africa ish you would assume place right because yeah well, that's you where know, the ollie fans middle, are middle africa middle africa i see yeah i don't remember that um yeah have you actually read the lord of the rings i read uh one and a half you read the cliff notes no i read the first first book and then the half of the second book and then i kind of, i truly lost interest yeah it's very boring it was kind of um, There's a lot of good songs. No, I'm sorry. There are a lot of boring. Songs. I don't. I don't enjoy the songs. I, you know, I really love The Hobbit, but I, I really well, can't because get The Hobbit's into... for babies. Yeah, I, I love Lord of the Rings babies. Mm-hmm. That was a great cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, that's been our weeks. Has it? <laughs> yes. 
I wish there was something that I could remember that I had done. I, you know, I think we need to go live in a city and take more public transit because that seems to be where everybody's stories come from. Sure. You know, I did take public transit uh, down done? to a downtown. Uh, there was a bar recently. Oh man, yesterday I saw the douchiest guy I've ever seen. Douchiest douche of yeah douche. Done. He was wearing like he was wearing like you know distressed jeans mm-hmm. and a uh, a like a collared shirt and a t-shirt underneath it. And uh, he had a Bluetooth headset in, mm-hmm. and he had like a kind of a close cropped haircut. Okay, yeah, and that's what made him do douche. Yeah, he just carried himself like a douche. I see. My douche was he tan? Beeping. Was he really tan? He was pretty tan. Bleached hair. Mm-hmm. No. Really? No. no, just regular. No, he was with a guy who was less douchey. Okay. Maybe they were trying to keep the douche average down a little. I don't know. This story's going nowhere. Yeah, well, you're just making judgments of Nothing, people. Yeah, you well, didn't sure. talk to him. You didn't say, hey, man, how's it going? Do you want to be friends? And then he would have said, yeah, maybe we could, fuck maybe, you, man. I'm a douche. Maybe Leave you me could alone. Be, maybe you could be my wingman. We could go pick up some, exactly. we could go pick up some Scottsdale skanks. Right, right. And you could uh, you know, be a good wingman and tell us about that. Yeah, I need some wingman experience mm-hmm. if we're going to answer people's questions about wingmaning. Yeah. We should do some of that. We went, uh, we took public transit. Could be a task. Downtown to a bar where my roommate's girlfriend works. Um, mm-hmm. Very upscale bar. It is? Had uh, three drinks, was shit-faced. Oh, they really? They made very strong. Yeah. Okay. Had a big martini, had a couple of mint juleps. Uh, but my buddy I, had a I, Moscow I... mule in a copper, uh, copper cup. Yeah, I like those. Didn't taste like much of anything. They taste like cucumber and lime, okay. right? It just tasted like water to me. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you do drink cucumber water. That's true. I mostly drink cucumber juice, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that, in my that bar was supposed to be a dive. It's not. It's upscale. It's nice. Nice bar. She works at two bars. One oh. of them is the worst bar in the world. <laughs> oh, I and see. one of them is super upscale. It's weird. Oh, okay. Um, Does she ever bar- show up with the wrong clothes on for no the wrong? No, job? there's a uniform. There's a uniform at the upscale bar. She's dressed like a I don't know, like a like a scientist. Really? You know, they have those. They have like you know like, like a when, fancy scientist when people are serving you stuff. They often have like a scientist outfit on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like a coat that looks like a lab coat. Like a like a like right. at a really uh, and you're not wearing kitchen. anything underneath. Yeah. Oh, I can only assume because some of those dudes there. Yeah, there was a guy there that looked kind of like Jason Siegel. Never seen a guy that I thought looked like Jason Siegel. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. Um, Did you see his penis? No. Okay. There were a lot of uh, there. Were a bunch of people showed up uh, to a wedding, so we got to watch a lot of uh, a lot of douches with their hot girlfriends and their grandmas. Okay, um, and that was fun. What made them douches? Uh, their outfits. Because they came from a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who goes to a wedding instantly <laughs> Is a douche. A douche. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um. The building that the bar is in is really weird. It used to be a department store, and I feel like it was partially torn down, and then they rebuilt the bar in it, but a lot of what they did was just put up glass enclosures in front of areas that were, you know, like there's an elevator, but it is just an elevator shaft that is open to the air. You can't, like, fall into it. There's, like, a railing, but you can just, you know, you you look out, and there's a bunch of piles of broken rubble. I see. So the the look was an industrial chic type of thing, like that apartment that uh, Jennifer Conley had in Requiem for a Dream. I don't remember. You, I remember you saying it was you hated it because... Oh, um, I probably did. It was like all steel and um, 
you know, drywall that wasn't painted. It just mm-hmm. had the little uh, patches of, of spackle on it. I always hated that you made furniture out of wood without staining it or painting it. Yeah. yeah. You just had lumber sitting out there. Yeah. Which you I hated insisted it. was gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I still don't understand. Everyone thought we were gay when we lived in that apartment. And it was I don't think it was because furniture. of the, the wooden furniture. No, it was because of that furniture. No. And how they always saw us making out while we were sitting. I think maybe it was that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, you know, we got some uh, we got some questions here from some kids yeah. that we can dispense yeah, we some some advice to. But uh, but before we do that, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Good idea. So this week's cocktail is the uh, Tom Collins. Tom Collins. I've heard a lot about this cocktail, but I've never had one. Uh, it's it's always sounded very glamorous to me. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot mm. of uh, there's a lot of uh, variability in the recipes you find for it online. Uh, but what I did was uh, some gin. About half as much uh, lemon juice as that, a bunch of powdered sugar, shake that up, pour it over ice, and then match it with uh, club soda. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, you were going to say match it with the drapes. Yes. Yeah. Um, or with your nice couch. Pretty good. It tastes kind of like water. <laughs> I, so basically all alcohol just tastes like water. Yeah. Just cocktails think, taste like water. I think that I'm. So, there might be something wrong with my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It's refreshing. Yeah. I, I have to say it's it's lemony, right? That's what it's better use. than a uh, Tom Cullen, which is one part M, two part O, and one part N. Yeah, which you, I'm sure somebody gets that and is having okay. a good laugh right about now. Okay, good. Um, Tom Cullen is a character in Stephen King's The Stand. Oh, right. He talks about the moon a lot. I didn't read The Stand. You should. I read the the Gunslinger. That's the, part of it. You read right? the Goonies. Isn't the, the Gunslinger the first book? Stephen King's The Goon. <laughs> Isn't that some some comic that it is? I've never read it. Good or something. I haven't I read that either. I always think of uh, I get The Goon and Bone mm. mixed up because they both have an O and an N in them. Right, and they're 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 funny books. Yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, they're you like should the read read Bone. Bone's really cool. Oh yeah. Is it yeah. is it as good as that Ziggy collection I'm so fond of? It's much better. Is it is it better than the Family Circus? I mean, um, it doesn't books? make as much sense as Ziggy or Family Circus. Well, I mean, nothing's really going to speak to you the way that Ziggy does. Yeah. I mean, after all, Mondays. Yeah. You know. Wait, that's I, more. I like thought it was Gar- Garfield. That's a Garfield thing. Mondays. What does what does Ziggy hate? Uh, uh, he hates it know. when uh, he feels like the Lord has forsaken him. Something I think like he talks that. about that a lot. Does he? I don't know. Johnny Hart uh, hates. I think he's chicks. he's upset with Charlie Brown for beating him to the punch. Ooh yeah. Who who hates fat chicks? Johnny Hart, uh, creator of Johnny Hart's BC. Oh okay. Yeah, I don't know. Because the fat chick was the mean that one. Fat broad is always being mean to everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not always. Yeah. Sometimes she uh, gave uh, that pirate guy some smooches. Oh yeah. I think so. I don't remember there being a pirate guy. He's he has uh, an eye patch and in one peg leg. Oh, I see. I don't think he's a pirate, but but he always composes the sonnets on on Easter and Christmas mm, and stuff. Okay, and sometimes he gets smooches from the fat lady. I think so. I mean, that's really why everybody goes into a career. Does anything? Yeah, and uh, who does tries to do anything creative? You know, it's you just, to get smooches from fat ladies. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't. I mean, from that particular fat lady. Yeah, what yeah. you hope is that you will someday be famous enough. Be that, at a BC convention. Johnny Hart will draw a caricature of you being smooched by Fat Broad. Yeah, Fat Broad. I think that's the character's that name. That is the character's uh-huh. name. 
All right. There's also Hot Chick. I know this from playing the BC uh, Nintendo game, or actually just reading the instruction manual for the BC Nintendo game. I, I did not. I was did not play was there it. one? There was. Oh, really? I can't imagine it was any good. Oh, okay. Um, you know, know what was good though? What? The Kool Aid Man uh, Atari game. Really? I got a free Atari game from some Kool Aid proofs of purchase when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Pretty good game. Really? You had to drink some Kool Aid with a straw before the Thirsties got it. Who were know. the Thirsties? They were some guys that. I mean, well, they were like collections of nine or ten pixels. Oh, okay. Um, so they had as, about as much personality as that kind of thing can have. Although that um, Pitfall Harry, he was a charmer in <laughs> in relatively few pixels. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to start? Uh, do you want to start answering some questions from the from the fellas and the ladies? That sure. Um, John asks. Should pigs in a blanket be considered hot dogs? I want to ease us into this, you know. So I thought let's, pigs let's in a go. blanket were sausages wrapped in pancakes. I think there are variations of it. Okay. I think you could put them in a biscuit, maybe a croissant roll. Okay. And I think you could use a hot dog or a sausage. You know what always seems like it's going to be really good, but then it's fucking terrible, is those pretzel dogs from, like, Auntie Anne's at the mall. I've never had one of those, but it sounds like it would be awesome. It does sound like it would be awesome. Because I love it's pretzels. Just, it's just not. Do you think it would be better if you made your own? Probably. Okay. Why isn't it We should get good. someone. Well, because it's like, a, it's like the pretzel is all crunchy when you don't want it to be, you know, like a bad soft pretzel. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, for whatever reason, the it doesn't really want to soak up the oil from the hot dog. So every bite you take, it's just a burst of grease into your mouth. <laughs> I thought you liked that feeling. Yeah, you know, it's got to sure. be the right. Yeah, it's got to be right from the right hot dog. Yeah. Okay. I don't know about this pig in a blanket thing, man. I would consider it a hot dog, but you can make it with a sausage. Well, I mean, it's I a mean, hot dog if it's made with a hot dog. Sure. Right? Anything that, if it says, if when you're making it, you have to get something out of a out of a container that says hot dogs. And this is assuming that you don't, like, write hot dogs on your flour on container like, like sure. Roy does. He on thinks it's flour funny container. To, write, to write hot dogs on everything. Yeah, I do. Just to pretend that, he likes to imagine that he lives in a world where all of the material goods that he has amassed are actually just piles of it's hot like dogs. It's like going to Candy Mountain, except that it's Hot Dog Mountain. Right. You, fill a, you fill a swimming pool with hot dogs and mm-hmm. just dive swim, in. Swim around like Scrooge McDuck. Cooked hot dogs. Uh-huh. Aren't all hot dogs cooked? They are. I guess they are. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're not they're cooked. They're pre-cooked. They're not cooked like when they're, when they're still a pig's butthole. Well, when, they're <laughs> when they're just a glimmer in a pig's eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not all hot dogs are made out of pigs. That's true. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Happy Dance uh, says, I'm probably going to buy a vehicle for the first time by myself soon. Tips? Uh, don't do what I did, which was to just go uh, say that you want to buy a car and then just pay the price that they ask you. Why not? Uh, well, because I feel like I must have gotten fucked. No, they were trying to give you like a really good deal, right? With the financing. You get fucked when you borrow on it and you pay a lot more than what i don't know what it is it's like i was told i was told so what the only time that i've ever bought a car i just paid cash for it right i was told most people can't do and i was told that you're not supposed to tell them that because they know they're making less money off i thought you didn't in the long run i didn't right so that that can't have any uh that can't have any bearing on on the price that he gave me i see it so what i had been told was that you want to pay like less than five like 95 percent of the msrp is the most that you should pay and i ended up paying a little 
a little more than 95% of the MSRP for the car that I got. But I just didn't do any haggling at all, right? I was like, uh, mm-hmm. give me two years worth of free oil changes. He's like, okay. I'm like, sold. That was it? That's all yeah. you did? Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I'm terrible at that. I hate I hate confrontation. Yeah. I just I I, I hate so asking for prices on things. Out by the idea of buying a car and doing that whole negotiation thing and just dealing with people whose jobs uh, it is right. to be like sleazeball thieves. Well, it's um, okay. So a few weeks ago, when I got into a, a car accident, uh, one of my options was to take the insurance money and and buy a new new truck was to take the money and run yeah because uh Woody uh, Allen s- said so. steve uh, steve miller was your claims adjuster <laughs> oh I, I thought you were going a different direction with that one um and we went to a dealership and i drove two trucks you know and i felt all right but once you know once we were inside talking to the guy and it is very much a what can we do so that you don't leave all right Today. They sometimes will make you give them your keys when you get in there so they can like check out your car and then they won't give your keys back. You're like, come on, I, I want to leave. And they're like, you're way too drunk. You're way too drunk. I'm not going to give you your keys back. <laughs> Let us call you a cab. Um, but we, you know, and I felt really uncomfortable with this. And uh, there was the guy who was helping us. And then there was his boss who was this beautiful African lady who uh, had this awesome accent and she was really hard to say no to. But... Um, Were her teeth all fucked up like that hot African woman in no. uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie? No, they weren't. Okay. Um, Although I think she might have just had shoe polish on her teeth. Oh, do you think so? I don't know. That'd or be gross. Maybe she was chewing Man, something. Imagine getting a bunch of shoe polish in your mouth. You wouldn't uh, want to do that. You wouldn't want to. No, you I, wanna, I'm assuming she didn't. You wouldn't want to give that lady a kiss if her mouth was full of shoe polish. No matter how badly no. you wanted to give her a kiss, you'd be like, oh, shoe polish. Shoe polish. Can't do it. Bad. Um, but we left. You know, and it was all okay. We told them that we would call them later. You were there as a team. You and Steve Miller. Yeah, and and Steve Steve really had my back. He said, "Watch this, watch this, abracadabra," and then you poof, you're outside. Yeah, uh, I wish I could think. Uh, did, oh no, time kept on slipping. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, he he uh, he then whisked you away on a big old jet airliner. Uh, I would recommend buying a uh, used car. From who? I From don't the know. Auto Trader. Maybe. One time I bought. You know, the, a, uh, the thing about this is that you have to do a lot of research, and that's what gets a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Because we went to one dealership, and they expected us to buy a car right then, you know, the first place that we'd gone to, and you know that's ridiculous. You have to go around to, and it takes so much time. But if you want to do that, you are going to find a good deal. It's like anything that you don't know very much about. The more you learn about it, the better it is for you. So pretty soon, if you go to, say, 10 dealerships, you're going to learn what you need to know. Just don't commit to anything and then make a decision later. You know, I do have a piece of advice. Actually, oh, OK. Because I because I also I forgot that I bought a second car. I bought a company car. Uh-huh. Um, and that What'd one you do with that. I bought it on the Internet. You just go on the Internet and you're like, hey, I want this. I want this car. Right. And then but you don't like, get to drive it. Well, right. You could go. I mean, you could go test drive it. Like I had just sort of did some did a nominal amount of research. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted a pickup truck. I knew right. I wanted it to be cheap and I knew I wanted it to have air conditioning. Right. But like not giving a shit what color it was or what any of the other features were sure. other than the price was, uh, you know, made it a lot easier. But with that, at least it was like, OK, well, I just filled out this form. This was the price that was offered. I'm like, OK, I will. A, a truck is worth that much money to me 
And then I just went there and picked it up and drove off. Mm -hmm. That was actually one of the more uh, recent embarrassing moments that I can recall because I drove off with the emergency brake still on and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this car? Because um, I just Wait, kept... And did you think that you were being cheated right away? No, I just thought that I was doing something wrong. I thought that I was... Because oh, okay. it was a standard transmission. So I was like, why do I keep stalling? Like, what? And I'm like, oh, God damn it. And they're watching like, you? If only... Yeah, they are. If only there was a great big orange light that said, break, break. Yeah. Was it flashing? Yeah. It wasn't flashing. It was okay. just... If it had been flashing, I would have noticed it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's like uh, cats when they want to be fed. We don't all have a guardian angel there to take care of us. No. Good, good luck happy dance uh, my mail my mall nigh mall I'm mm-hmm. sorry it's it's not a name I'm used to it says there are three jars of jam in the back of the fridge they have been there for fucking ever strawberry grape and what I can only assume to be some type of marmalade which would mean orange uh, it's I all have, marmalade orange I think so yeah uh, I have been having just toast and butter for the last three days and I want jam for my toast. Which one should I use? Well, <clears throat> if you're like me, uh, anytime any you food is throw them in away. the refrigerator, it is poison and you're going to eventually have to throw it away. <laughs> right. That's how you feel about all leftovers yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, marmalades and <clears throat> jams and jellies keep for a really long time. It's really easy to know whether you can use them or not. You open them up. If there's mold, don't use them. And, uh, you know, taste a little bit. If it's moldy, it tastes moldy. Yeah, but you don't know. You, you'll you'll taste it and you'll be like, does that taste moldy? And then you'll just totally convince yourself that it tastes moldy. And eat moldy. the whole thing? Yeah, eat the whole thing and then throw up. No, no. If you convince yourself that it tastes moldy, then you won't eat it. So you won't throw up. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that this... So, so basically, you don't throw it away because there might come a time when there's like a nuclear apocalypse. Well, it's, it's a and preserve. You, That's the whole point of it. It's preserved. Yeah, it, but it can keep for a really long time in the fridge. That doesn't last forever. No, nothing you saw lasts the, you forever. You saw the movie Holes. I, yeah, I yes, know. I did. What, what was that about? I thought it I was. Don't know. I wasn't they're there searching jam. for the teeth or yeah, something. Yeah, but there was some critical. There was and some the critical onions. plot point about preserves. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. remember. He gets trapped in a, a hole and it's full of onions. I don't. They're jars. I don't of remember. Shit. Yeah. Was that Shia LaBeouf? It was. Yeah. Yeah, and Sigourney Weaver as the mm-hmm. as the meanie, and uh, Del Delmar from uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, was it? Yeah, okay. Um, the one who is not John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do you think that John Leguizamo? What would happen if John Leguizamo and John Turturro got into a fight about whose name was the most Hispanic? I don't know. Totoro isn't Hispanic. It's Italian. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess John Leguizamo <laughs> yeah, he would, would, win. would win that one in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay. Torturo well, that's, really, that's settled. Torturo really brought a pizza to a burrito fight in that case. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, here, here's some questions. Um, yeah, that's, I just found these. Uh, Andre Noble asks... My baby doesn't fall asleep for hours of, uh, wait, no. My baby doesn't fall asleep after hours of vigorous shaking. Do Colossus or Gambit command more respect as X-Men? Now, see, <clears throat> I think when the people asking the questions are trying to be funny, they're really, they're really <laughs> muscling in on our territory here. Uh, well, I mean, I would say Colossus. Uh, but Andre... I, <laughs> I want Gambit to be cool because, like, ah, cards, and, you know, Gambit is a cool word. It is a cool word. And Colossus was kind of a dick when he was played by 
that uh, kid macho man know. randy savage <laughs> yes i i agree with that mm-hmm. um yeah but you don't like gambit because all he is 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 what, does he throw his cards doesn't around like, like a bullseye? weird isn't he wearing like a weird like neckerchief he has some kind of no he has some kind of stupid uh helmet thing that lets his flowy hair out out mm-hmm. the top <laughs> Right, he has like a, some kind of leather helmet on. It's like a mask. But his face shows, and then the top is open, so that his poofy hair is his flock of seagulls' hair is, is sticking out. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. he needs to. Maybe he needs to run his fingers through his hair to keep them greased up to do his card tricks. I guess so. Um, I would like to follow these up with uh, two other questions that Andre Noble uh, asks. Also, uh, we don't usually do this, but I feel that these should all go together. How do I get my wife to read comics? It's related. I don't know. Right? You tr- you tried to get me to read comics for years. I can't get and you to do anything. Years. Yeah, you can't. Um, it doesn't matter what I recommend to you. It, uh, it you need to hear it from two other sources other than me. Oh yeah. I I eventually you gave me Usagi Ojimbo. Uh-huh. And I read that and liked it and then started buying that and then started buying some other comics. I see. And then got to the point where I, you know, yeah. Now I'd spend all of my disposable income on comics. <laughs> um, I've gotten, I've tried for a really long time to uh, get my wife to to read comics, and I have not been very successful. You could probably get her Although, to read the Conan comics now. Uh, maybe. I don't think I can read the Conan comics. Um, but we do discuss comics a whole lot, and um, it's strange because she also she's a teacher. She's a high school teacher. And she runs a comic book club for her uh, high school. But that's because she inherited this club from a different teacher who doesn't work there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she's very knowledgeable of comics, especially all of the X-Men comics and stuff. Because when she was in high school, uh, a lot of her male friends were into them. Uh, so, so she knows. But recently, I discovered, after talking to her about this new comic called uh, Infinite Vacation... Um, that I left it on the counter and while I was making us breakfast one morning she uh, started reading it and just read the whole thing and I think she may read more of them if I buy them Infinite Vacation only took 30 seconds to read sure that's so so choose a comic that is mostly pictures and not words yeah but you read comics really quickly I do I don't like to look at pictures I, I take a long time with a comic yeah. Like a comic typically will take me a half hour to read. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I look at the, the imagery a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Because I don't really understand the words, so I really have to puzzle it out. Right, you have to sound them all out. <laughs> yes. Um, I have to be alone, and I have to be able to, to say to it move, out loud. To move yes. your mouth while you're... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Andre Noble also asks, how do I get my wife to listen to Advice Hot Dog? So what you do is you wait till she goes to sleep. You mm-hmm. play it on your iPod and put the headphones um, in her ears. Really? Yeah. So she is technically so listening she's to listened it. So she's to it. No, but then what you do is the next day you say, hey, honey, do you want to listen to Advice Hot Dog? And she'll say no. And you'll say, ha you already did. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure that'll, that'll help out your relationship a whole lot. I don't know. If you can't get her to read comics, you're probably not going to get her to listen to a podcast. Wait, come on. Do you think podcasts are inherently nerdy? I don't think of them as so, but then I realize, wait a minute, everybody I know that listens to podcasts is a total nerd, and everybody that I'm aware of that makes podcasts is, is a total, a total nerd. nerd. Um, 
you know, I have noticed something that, um, in general, I, I find that this is just anecdotal, but I find that it's a more male thing, you know, not to say that women aren't listening to podcasts and are interested in that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, say again with uh, Corinne, she really does like the podcast, but she doesn't go out of her way to listen to them. So I will load up my phone and uh, play them at home and she'll be into them and listen to them and is excited about a new one, but she doesn't actively try to find new podcasts. And she discovered with all of her students who are really into technology that podcasts are not something that they're really aware of. Um, Podcasts for old people. I think so. I it's think like it's, Twitter. it's like a, a 30s type of thing right now. Yeah. I don't know. We're on the real zeitgeist of uh, approaching middle age. Sure. Yeah. 30-something. Yeah. I'm 35 now. Damn. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that it was your birthday. Yeah. I think I remembered, but then I was afraid that it was somebody else's birthday, so I figured I would be embarrassed if I said, happy birthday, Roy. I see. Um, Did I get you anything? No. Fuck. Uh, you know, it's like uh, you you expect me to be late all the time, and you know. No, I sometimes you, yeah, I don't fire you for being late to work every day. That's what I get you for your birthday. <laughs> well, you've never Christmas told me when year. when when to come to work. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, if if you told Look, me nine, I'll be there at nine. If you don't already know, but I'm it's not more at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about podcasts, but uh, you know, the way I got my wife to watch uh, Battlestar Galactica is I just watched it. And, you know, that's what was on. So she sat down next to me and started watching it and then was into it and went back and watched all the ones she hadn't. Right. With my uh, with my girlfriend, I will often get her to listen to podcasts by uh, just plugging them in and playing them in my car while I'm driving somewhere mm-hmm. and she's riding in the car because then she just can't escape. Right. Yeah. It's a real hostage situation. And that, th- that sleeping thing. The sleeping that's, thing. That's man. tried and true. Yeah. You do both. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you can also, you can, you can get her used to weird sex stuff by doing that too. Really? By just do it to her while she's asleep. I see. And then say, Hey, you want to try that again? She was like, no, what do you mean again? But then you've shared a little secret, but you have to explain what it was that you did. Right? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that embarrassing? I mean, you just wait till she goes to sleep again. Really? I mean, it's not worth bringing up (laughs) while she's awake. I see. Okay. Sure, I, I guess if that's working out for you. Hey, do you want to read us one? Sure. You're good with the words. Uh, let's see. We got some uh, We got some from the forums from uh, from a ways back. Whoa, sorry about that uh, telephone noise there. I click. Yeah. First Boy on the Moon says, Do you think it's a good idea for a 35-year-old gentleman to suddenly decide to pursue a career in comedy despite having basically no relevant prior experience? Besides, of course, being hilarious. Uh... Boy, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Roy? Do you think it's a good idea for a 35-year... Sure, I I think of myself as a comedian now, right? I I didn't until now. You're not pursuing a career. No, I'm not. I I don't think of myself as a comedian. So I think the the, the advice that anyone can give to anyone and has since time immemorial is don't quit your day job. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pursue it, uh, go to some open mics and try it out. I mean, that's really how it starts, right? Yeah. What Don't do not do the thing where you're like, all right, I'm going to quit my job, so there's really a bunch of pressure on me yeah, to that's not gonna do help. something that's successful. Like, yeah, that's not... Yeah. Like, the sign that you're really into something and um, are going to try and make a go of it is that you have to work a regular job so that you can go home or work 
later at what you believe your real job is. So if you want to be a comedian, don't quit your day job. You do that, and then you go home and you work on your comedy. Plus, if you quit your day job, you're not going to be able to afford like the puppets and giant foam hammers and (laughs) shit that you need that you need to put together a real comedian. Right. Yeah. You also need material, and your day job is a good way to interact with people. Right. Well, it depends on what your day job is. Oh, I mean, if you're you're at a funeral party, if you let's say you work at a factory and your day job is to look at rubber. Yeah. You don't think that's funny? I think that's inherently funny. Rubber. Rubber is a funny word. Yeah, but I think you could get maybe 10, maybe 12 minutes of material out of the fact that you look at rubber for a living. If you say it really slowly, you could get a little more. That's true. I knew a guy who that was his job. He just had a job like visually inspecting rubber that what came was off he of inspecting some... that whether it was rubber or not did they <laughs> did sometimes other materials come out of the machine yeah oh they tried to they tried to sneak a cotton candy mattress past me this time <laughs> wait were they rubber mattresses i don't know I rubber just, sheets whenever i think about it i imagine uh, i just imagine rubber mattresses i don't know i don't think a rubber <laughs> mattress is even a thing i don't think so every think factory put... makes mattresses in my experience, all the factories I've been to just made mattresses, and they all uh, they all uh, have a sound system that's playing uh, music by Danny Elfman. <laughs> Was that in a Tim Burton movie? Yeah, the Pee Wee's Big Adventure. The the music that's playing while his machine makes breakfast. Oh, okay. I thought it was making him a new mattress every day. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of making a mattress out of, kind of extravagant. This is the wrong mattress. Do you have another another one for us? I do. Sean Dammit says, uh, if you could go back in time 30 minutes and you run into yourself 30 minutes ago, would you 69 yourself? Bonus, is that gay? Uh, this is not an advice question. People, no. people point out that it's not an advice question. Somebody suggests, should you? Sure, why not? You know? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. It's not like you're going to get your mouth pregnant no. with your own baby. Man, if you did, though. Man, what That'd if nine months and 30 minutes from now you're like vomiting babies? Ugh. That would suck. Gross. Uh, let's see. Eigenbasis says, I'm not a very good designer. Sometimes when I design a project, whether it be software, hardware, or something mechanical, and the most obvious solution to me is not the most simple, and I end up wasting a lot of time doing things the hard way. How can I learn to create more simple, elegant designs? I mean, if your job is, you know managing projects like that i don't think you can say that you're a terrible designer you know like if you're designing things at all you're probably not terrible right there are very few people there are very few people who consistently and actively do things even though they're really bad at them i feel like reality has a kind of a self-selecting bias you really think so yeah i mean how many people do you know what about uh remote controls still being really small and of the same color plastic but there's not like a same there's not like one guy that's been making all of those yeah that's what i'm saying they they keep going through shitty remote control designers but each of them only allows one remote control and then i'd like to think that somewhere there's a boss man saying god damn it you're fired. It's too so he, late not to put this in the so box never with gets the TV. Anyone to, yeah, to fix his design. I don't know. I mean, that's the way we also improve. Every time you do something, then you see how to change it yeah, the you, next time. If you realize that you've wasted a bunch of time doing something a long way, then you've learned something. Yeah. Right. So just just keep designing things, buddy. Mm-hmm. Whether it's uh, you know what you should read. You should read some uh, books by Donald A. Norman. 
Or oh, yeah, uh, alternatively, books by Norm MacDonald. <laughs> um, sure, that is balance it out. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, read the read the uh, the design of everyday things by mm-hmm. Donald Norman. That's a fascinating treatise on machines and. Have like. you read the whole thing? Yeah. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's another book. Know. There's another book by him that I have not finished yet, which is about why uh, why people love and hate things called emotional design. That's good. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to read that first one. I haven't read Dude, that. Do it. Do it. I'll loan it to you. Yeah. You can take it home with you. Okay. I'm sorry I keep borrowing movies from you, Roy, and never watching them. What was the last thing you borrowed? I don't know. I was real drunk and you loaned me two movies. Oh. Yeah, they're probably on my phone. I keep Brick. a list of that. Brick. Oh, yeah. Brick. And here we go. Oh. Away we away go. Away we go. Right. Up, up. Yeah. Up we yours. Kevin really hates Brick. Does he? Yeah. He hates a lot of good He things. thinks I'm stupid for liking it. Oh, yeah? Something like that. <laughs> that sounds like the kind of thing that he would believe. <laughs> this movie is so bad that anyone who doesn't know how bad it is is clearly a retard. Yeah, a retard. Let's um, take a little break and then answer some more questions. Okay. So we've uh, we've reached kind of a milestone here. We've got the first question, or we've got the first thing that is sent in by somebody who asked a question took our advice mm-hmm. didn't take our advice no. it was too late steve writes you answered my question about not going to college classes but i had already dropped out by the time it was answered see we we are so good at giving advice that we we went back in it time was like two days wasn't it? it yeah uh it did reaffirm my decision though how late is too late to go back i'm 20 right now do they even still let you in if you're over 60 wait i i recall i told him that he could do both right do both of what Play video games and go to school. Yeah, but you were wrong. Oh, I see. <laughs> so he was just supposed to drop out and continue playing video games. Yeah, for a while. Um, I don't know. when. How old were we when we went back to college? Well, uh, I went to college at, right after high school for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then I took off two years. I failed out one year after high school, and then... I like took t- off 22. Of I was 22 when I went back. Yeah, I guess I was like, I guess I was like 23 or 24. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I started, I started a year after you did because I worked for a year after we moved down here. Right. But um, yeah, you know, that was, that was not too late. I don't know. You can go when you're 30. It depends on how young you look. You don't want to be that creep. There were dudes, there were 30 year old dudes, there were 40 year old dudes, there were 50 year old dudes yeah, in the doesn't... classes that I took. Right. And did you feel weird about that? No, not at all. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't want to have sex with them. I mean, the 40-year-old ladies. Uh-huh. I didn't Always. want to have sex with the men because they were men. No, sometimes... Okay, sometimes I had sex with the 40-year-old ladies. Jeez. <laughs> uh, actually, not 40. Our age now. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you, you can go back whenever you want. I mean, you know, try to make it out in the real world. I really miss college. If you get real old, they'll give you, like, in, they'll give you incentives. That's true. <laughs> Really? As if education is and, you know, like a bag of prunes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, free Metamucil is your, your stadium pal and your bag of prunes. <laughs> a year's supply of Centrum Silver and some Fixodent. Yeah. Well, I I don't know what what, what um, else do old people like. Come on, Werther's Original Candies. Sure. Uh, James Charleston Chews. I like James Michener novel. No, I've always, only read one. You've always been an old soul, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the the young people's music that they have now. They give you a job. I don't as like a their their tagging on on the property. You know what I really? You know what I really want to punch? What do you want to punch? I want to punch a dude who has 
a sticker on his stuff or on his car that says graffiti is not a crime. Because goddamn, yes, it is. That's what okay, crime well, means. We were just... <laughs> We were discussing this today, and, um, you know, I like graffiti, but what I'm talking about is what I guess I would consider real graffiti as an art graffiti. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really dislike tagging. Just spraying some, some yeah, in, because it's, illegible scrawl yeah, on it's somebody just somebody else's it, It's like the equivalent of, you know, urinating on a wall just to show that you could get there or urinating on an overpass sign because uh, to show that it was really hard to urinate up there. Yeah, for instance, Jesus saves this urine in a jar. <laughs> uh, up in an attic bedroom. My, uh, when my dad was a cop, <clears throat> this, was, this made me so mad years later, looking back in retrospect. Uh, my dad had gone to some sort of like gang activity Task force training or, uh-huh. seminar thing. And in retrospect... All of the shit that they told him about was just nonsense. Really? It was all just like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, it's a special police task force about how people are putting razor blades in apples and handing them out to people in Hall- at Halloween. Like, mm-hmm. except, nope, that no, never... No, that happened. That happened to a friend's cousin of mine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, but it was about how if it says Jesus saves on an overpass, that means that there is a satanic altar nearby in case you need to mutilate some animals as a sacrifice what? to Satan. You know, because I've never heard this. And this is a gang task in the force? 80s. In the 80s, there was like a big Satanism scare. Right. Where, because of Dungeons and was, Dragons. I, I don't know if it was because of Dungeons and Dragons. It might have been. It was mm. because of Harry Potter. It was because of the Internet. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was the thing. Yeah, G- that's Jesus. what that was a thing that he learned is that from a fucking somebody that was paid by the state to Whoa, educate the that's police, like, like a scene out of Fear yeah. and Loathing in Las Vegas. It was Jesus, which like, he the, recommended to you, and it yeah, was a good did. book. Yeah, he he knew. Uh, okay, I I mean, is was the idea that the the Satanists would put up these Jesus saves? Mm-hmm. It's a billboards? code phrase. Except it's not. That's total bullshit. There aren't any goddamn Satanists. Aren't there? No. Isn't there a Church of Satan or something? There is that book, there right, that probably, was published. There are probably some people who say, I'm a Satanist, but there are not like cults of teenagers like stealing people's cats and cutting them up on fucking altars. Yeah, cats are hard to catch. Yeah, yeah. Dogs. And take their, their uh, golden retrievers. The, the, those dogs will go anywhere. So uh, Will Slowenski writes... I have a raccoon problem. Every night they sit on my porch and make a ton of noise. It drives my dog crazy and makes her bark nonstop. Any ideas on how I can get rid of the raccoons? P.S. Putting hot dogs out in the yard to entice them to stay out there doesn't work. I tried it and then I realized I was wasting perfectly good hot dogs that I could be consuming. Yeah. I think it's funny that the, the raccoons just sit on your porch. They just like <laughs> make pop, a pop up in the swing and uh, the, the, the noises they make are mostly, uh, oh, I declare this mint julep is delightful. It's hot, yeah. That was some, yeah, yeah. The weather, yeah, well, yeah, fanning they, they fan themselves. themselves, yeah. You know what raccoons are are called in German? Mm-hmm. I, I do, but I don't think our listeners do. Oh, yeah. uh, this is one of my favorite words. They're called uh, Waschbears, which means wash bear. Yeah, because I, they wash their food. When we were in Germany, and I learned that every time somebody mentioned another kind of animal, I would say, "Oh, actually, we call that a," and then some verb, and bear. <laughs> about a rabbit oh we call that a jump bear yeah. um and i you know I'm it's sure still that, funny i'm sure that i thought i was really funny well I, no, I was was yeah the germans thought you were funny well, yeah they also thought you, maybe you were serious and just didn't understand <laughs> 
Um, well, so, okay, so you could consider uh, moving near an overpass that says Jesus saves on it so that the Satanists will sacrifice yes. your raccoons. But they might sacrifice the dog that goes crazy, Well, you right? keep the dog inside. Okay. You yes. tell him, shh, quiet down. The Satanists will take you. The Satanists that, that will sh- That will shut a dog up in a hurry. We, we had raccoons uh, this summer out in our yard. Really? Yeah. Um, I didn't know there were raccoons in this neck of the woods. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, but apparently, they're a tri- we have a little pond that has uh, fish, fish in it, koi. And um, what I've heard is that they're attracted to koi, and they will try to catch your fish if they can. Um, ours are too big, and is too deep for them to catch them. But I was noticing a few nights in a row that um, the the fish food would, kept being knocked over, and I thought it was the you know maybe a cat or it was one of the, one of the fish. It was the wind wise. or something. Yeah, it's gotten wise. gone out there. Uh, sometimes they will jump out of your pond. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll they'll flip out. They flip their shit right out of the pond. Um, and it turns out that what what had been happening is that a family of raccoons was coming by. And knocking over the fish food and eating the fish food. Oh, I thought they were trying to knock the fish food into the pond so the fish would swim to the surface so they could catch them. I thought this was going to be no, a, no, they couldn't. I thought this was going to be one of those Rube Goldberg type of yeah, one raccoon of those, situation. Uh, those Jeff Goldblum stories about how nature finds a way. Nature does find a way. Um, and the last night, I I heard all this noise and I was kind of freaked out and I went out there. And I've had a flashlight, and there's just a bunch of raccoons looking, staring at me because you know I'm I'm in my underwear and I'm yelling at them, and I get the hose and I'm spraying water at them, and they yeah, just right. got further away and looked I mean, at me. They're staring at you because who's this crazy pervert? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all I did is I put the fish food inside, and they stopped coming around. So um, okay, put I, your fish I food write, inside. Put uh, your fish food inside. Uh, make your pond deeper. That's one thing. You could also try to make your porch less comfortable. Sure. Yeah. Put put tax on it. You just on everything. Or that has the mines. added benefit of uh, keeping you from loafing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? I uh, I thought of a I thought of a joke today. Okay. Is um, it wait? Is it wash bear related? <clears throat> no. No. Okay. No, this I wasn't even thinking about wash bears oh, today okay, until right. until okay. we started recording. Sorry, this. I, um, I get lost. So so we were watching baseball and. Uh, at the dinner was, was baseball a movie no yes yes no you mean we were real watching, baseball we were watching basketball <laughs> okay um, and uh so so i was thinking well you know i'd really like to do some some goofing off but i'm i'm so diligent and and so uh so dedicated to my work that i'm really not very good at loafing so i should get a somebody i should get a substitute to do it for me and i would call them my pinch loafer <laughs> good yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, uh, if people, you know, people listen to this and they think the quality, the quality of the shit you guys are saying is just, it's, it's, it's spiking my quality meter. It's the, the needle is hitting the peg uh-huh. on my quality. It's gauge. on number 11. Uh, how do, how do I, how do I get some of that for myself? How do I, mm-hmm. how do I direct your very the, own advice? Fire hose of awesome that spews oh, forth. Yeah. From Gotta hold mouths. it with both hands. Uh, well, there's a lot of ways to get a hold of us, and yeah. Roy's gonna Roy's gonna tell you about them. Uh, what I want to tell you first is that we have a uh, website up. Finally, you made a website. <laughs> yeah, copying yours. Uh, yeah, it's not you know it's a placeholder type type of website also, but uh, all of the different links are there. I like uh, the font. So, 
Oh, you do? Okay, good. Uh, you can go there, and if you're not an, an iTunes uh, user, you can listen to all of the episodes there, and there are links to all of the different ways to send us questions. I also added a link to the the RSS feed. If you are like on a Zoom or whatever and you want to subscribe, I oh, put okay. I put links on that and on videogameshotdog.com, which is our other podcast, uh, the other Hot Dog Network podcast. Yeah. Although don't listen to the last Part one. Part of the it's Hot Dog family. Every once in a while we Don't get all serious. And not listen it's to boring. It. We get all serious and all we do is you talk about video games that is boring, and not make any jokes. But, but maybe people really want to hear the serious side of video games. I don't know. I think people want to see the softer side of Sears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, uh, Twitter at advice hot dog. Mm-hmm. Email advice hot dog at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash advice hot dog. Uh, telephone number Roy 218 Zach Z A C K. Yes. ROI 218 Zach. Which is 769 218 Also, please send us some new dry erase markers because it is almost impossible to read the phone number that I've written on the whiteboard next to our studio recording table. And uh, if you want to send us a card or a letter of some kind, you can. Uh, and we have an address on the website that you can send it to because yeah. I, I don't really remember what mm-hmm. it is right now. Uh, uh, so, is that all of them? Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's okay. every way of getting a hold of us. All right. Um, oh, man, we were going to have we had the one. Uh, we had the one uh, question on the phone number that we were going to do, but we didn't do it. That's fine. We'll do it next time. Okay. We keep saying we're going to do it. But please call in. We, we really do want uh, called in questions. Yes, we have not answered any right now, but um, you know we we will. We and make we sure their advice hot their advice questions. Make sure their advice hot dogs. <laughs> Don't just call and say, "Hey guys, I just wanted to remember one time." We we, we need you know like, we need advice questions. If you have any questions that we can advise you with, we work best when we're challenged. Yes. to provide advice. Yeah, we need to know uh, what elements are in the question, how fast they're going, and when they are going to arrive there. Right, when each of them leaves New York and San Francisco. Yes. Uh, hey, Roy, are you ready for the stinger? Uh, yes, I am ready for the stinger. All right, this week's stinger. Tile versus carpet. Tile versus carpet. Do I'm a carpet know? man myself. I'm a tile man. You have a you had an anecdote for why tile has been better for you recently. Sure. We're talking about tiles in homes, right? Not, not just tiles that you... Uh, uh, oh yeah, no. no we're, what, what, do you, what do you prefer to make mosaics out of for public art? Oh well, well you can make carpet different mosaics. squares of carpet, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, this this evening, I am really happy that we have tile. We also have cement in our homes. We ripped out all of the carpets everywhere. We don't have any carpets left. We do have little rugs. Uh, there's one in the bathroom. Um, rugs are like carpets, but for pussies. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got that. That's, that's sweet. Um, we also have a big rug in the living room. But our our cat uh, barfed all over the floor today because after I made a bunch of, um, I cooked up some ribs, I took all of the leftover blood and beasts and put them in his bowl, which he really, he really likes drinking up the blood. But uh, 10 minutes later, he barfed it all up uh, twice. And it was really big. And I was really happy that I had a... Uh, cement and tile to clean it up with i just mopped it right up see i like squeezed it into his bowl and it was fine i like carpet because it's good for your insteps your insteps Mm -hmm. oh right because you don't wear shoes tile hurts your feet Uh uh-huh why does tile tile doesn't hurt your feet it's like walking on hard surfaces hurts your feet you should be barefoot at home it's like a japan tea house (laughs) 
you know, you know. I see. One of but, those. But they, oh, okay, they, they really, don't you use should be, carpets. You should be barefoot all the time. Mm-hmm. No, but they're, you know. You're, they're, you're they're, one of them barefooters? They're short people. Do you have those they funny shoes? They don't weigh very much. Ah, fuck those things. <laughs> those shoes where That's, you see all the toes? That is the one, uh, that is the one, like, sort of uh, ostensibly practical hipster affectation that I absolutely refuse to you think even it's consider. There, you, the, are people, they really good for you? People will make a lot of claims about the health benefits, but I don't think so. I mean, I don't even, you know, I'm a big proponent of walking around barefoot because I like, I like being able to walk around barefoot. And if mm-hmm. you never, if you're never barefoot, the one time in your life when you have to like walk across a gravel driveway and your shoes fell off or whatever, and your feet just, are stinky. it's impossible. Yeah. Like mine. So go barefoot all the time. You never get athlete's foot. You never, uh. I don't know, man. You don't have to waste. I, I I lament the the amount of time that my friends have to spend tying their shoes. Think about the amount of time you waste in your life just tying your fucking yeah, that's shoes. Hours, hours, hours that you could have spent doing what? Being where you were going. No. Recording podcasts. Or just being. Yeah, just being. Being a better person. Just sitting around, sitting around, enjoying chilling. the feel of grass on your toes. Yeah, just chilling. Uh, anyway, tile floors yeah. suck. They're cold when it's cold. Yeah, but they're we hot live when it's hot. No, they're not. Uh, they not they stay cool in the summer. That um, is really nice. It makes it a lot more difficult to pretend that the floor is lava. That's true. But I see all the time all of the leaves and all the hair that the cat sheds. And I sweep the floor almost every day. Right. And it's still disgusting. You sweep it every day, but there's still disgusting shit blowing around on it because it's tile. Yeah, but if it was carpet, it would just disappear into that carpet. Right, but you wouldn't notice it. Ugh, no. That's the thing. No, no. You don't notice well, it. Well, see, there is always going to be filth everywhere, and on a carpeted yeah, floor, you yeah, don't notice I, it. You don't, are, I mean, yeah. are you eating off of the carpet? Do yeah. you do you regularly... No, but I'm eating off of the tile. Do you regularly comb your carpets, and then just whatever is on the comb, you just scoop it into your mouth? Is that why you're so concerned that your carpet yeah, not have any hairs fiber. and dust on it? Yeah, fiber for my system. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to reuse every part of my body. <laughs> yes, okay. So you eat all of your hair. I do eat all of my hair. That's how I uh, get haircuts. How many times uh, How many times can the hair make it through you before it disintegrates to the point where it's no longer viable? I don't know. I, I lose track. Sorry. Right. I'll pay more attention next time. Well, I think we've, uh, we've uh, failed to answer that question pretty comprehensively. No. I choose tile. I choose you carpet. Choose carpet. We're going to have to agree that's to disagree. It. Yeah, that's all. But that's not good advice. What are people supposed to do? They're supposed to find find the thing that makes them happy. They listen it's to It's like a fine wine, you know? All the experts are going to tell you what wine you should drink, but really the wine you should drink is the one that you like. Yeah, Boone's Farm. Yeah. It comes in great colors. It goes with any outfit. It gets you fucked up. It's good. It's good with both beef and fish. Yeah. Which is not something you can say for any other one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. This has been, uh, this has been your pal advice, hot dog. Thanks for listening. Thank you. (laughs) 